Hi, everyone. My name is Elena. And I'm Miranda. And together we make up the side kicks, 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 kicks. And we are back, 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 back with something fun. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> right, right. Like in the way of Carly, in the word, in the words of Carly Rae Jemsen, I'm coming back for you, baby. Yeah, I'm coming back for you. <laughs> uh, and the chokehold DC has on me. We came back. <laughs> and my golly gosh, what a time to be alive. So, Orlando, what did we read? We read, per my request, (laughs) (laughs) Melissa Del Cruz's Gotham High, (laughs) illustrated by Thomas Petilli. That's what we read. New York Times best-selling author, but not best-selling book. (laughs) So, before we get into the roast of Gotham High... Alayda, can you set us up with the expectation? Like, why did you choose this book? So let's picture this. Okay. The year's 2023. Love it. We just finished a great young adult or children-esque book called Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh my goodness. It's almost like I'm there. And I wanted something that was fun, but a little more grown up, a little Mm -hmm. more saucy. Little mm-hmm. steamier, if you will. And so I thought, hey, Gotham High, I wanted to read this earlier in the year. Let's do it now. I want the teenage mess. And I got it. And I got it. <laughs> and Miranda got it. And now y'all are going to get it. <laughs> this, uh, this book was a real monkey paw. It was a lot. <laughs> And not as bad as Flashpoint, but yeah, running for the money on that one. Just because Flashpoint's so long. But this one, if it would have been 60 issues. Oh, God. They can't. It was, it's technically three issues and it was 200 pages. Can you imagine how much reading 60 issues of this would have been? It was so long. I don't know what happened in my mind. I think, I really do think I have like dyslexia, but... Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's 100 pages. Like, I don't know if that seems like kind of a lot. And then Raina's like, oh, well, we did Raven. Like, that was about the same. I was like, oh, you're right. And then I started reading it two days ago. And I saw 200 pages. And I was like, holy guacamole. I got to I gotta really, I really need to sit down and read this. And I read it pretty fast because it's vapid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's vapid. And, like, um, it's not, like, standard comic book size, right? Like, you know, no. standard comic book size, you can expect there to be what, like anywhere between um, generally like six to 12 panels on like one comic page, right? Yes. Like sometimes there's less for effect or sometimes like, it's a full, like full page spread, right? But generally it's somewhere between like six and 12. Mm-hmm. Like this generally averaged out anywhere between like four and six. Yes. And, um, not, I don't I don't have any background, to be honest with you all. I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> you deserve the truth. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I didn't you can't do, handle the truth. I didn't do a whole lot of research because I didn't. But Melissa Del Cruz is a, a YA author. So, you know, just to, for some background, this is DC's, like, young adult print. Um, it came out of that. 
so it is more of a graphic novel esque. It's less like it's just less comic oh. book, quote unquote comic book. Oh, I just novel. I just looked up Melissa de la Cruz's like bibliography. Yes, I did look up the books, but I wasn't familiar with like any of them. Uh, so Melissa de la Cruz is the genius behind the Descendants film series. Okay, the kids love that. Yeah. So, so they started off as books, like the Isle of the Lost. And it's this whole idea of what if all the Disney villains were confined to an island, like a prison island, and then they had children and the children were also confined to the prison island because justice does not exist in the world of a Disney princess. Rock on. Okay. Yeah. So the, she's the mind behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also the mind behind the Blue Blood series, which I never read it, but I was familiar of it. It's like classist vampires. Like, what if vampire society existed and it was super classist, borderline racist? <laughs> oh, okay. Let me look her up because I did. Is there a cat in here? Oh, oh, she's also uh, was was the mind behind the Lele Pons book. Oh, okay. So I feel like you know this stuff because I'm like, uh. oh, which is oh. East then too. I've seen that. The Blue Blood. I've yeah. seen like the picture of it, but I never picked it up. It just seems it. It was just a little too much for me. Yeah, dramatic. I would say, like, her wheelhouse is, like, drama. Yeah. Like, I think, like, I think, like, it's, it's like, Gossip Girl if Gossip Girl was a little bit fantastical. Oh, absolutely. That was literally the entire, like, vibe. So I, in, was it 2020? It was when we were quarantined, like, quarantining hard. I watched a lot of things I just didn't have the time to watch. I think Gossip Girl was one of them. Mm Mm-hmm mess i didn't watch it as a kid i watched it as an adult and i'm like this is so incorrect as to the like high school experience um (laughs) what incorrect it's not the documentary everyone wanted it to be (laughs) (laughs) but again i didn't watch it as a kid but like as a kid i would have ate it up i was watching like vampire diaries i did watch Mm -hmm. vampire diaries heavy like that was that was my shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that's what I wanted, Heike. Like, I wanted something that was like, oh, like, kind of romantic and like a little bit of tension between like the love triangle that ultimately will be there. And we know there's a love triangle here because there's three people on the cover. <laughs> no, it's a love triangle because we are well versed in YA for teenage girls and we know what this visual language on the cover signifies. <laughs> exactly am i being sarcastic <laughs> only a little bit it's so true <laughs> it is <laughs> oh i'm sorry i'm crying i want to take it seriously <laughs> don't take it seriously it's better if you don't <clears throat> i think i'm feeling a little loopy it's been like a really busy two weeks <laughs> and i'm running off of a pizza breakfast and a coffee <laughs> pizza breakfast being 30 has been amazing <laughs> I love it so anyway. much. <laughs> Wait, did your birthday pass? Yeah, it was the second. Uh, did we? We recorded last week. Did we record last week? I think so. I we took one week off because I was like, I can't yeah. do it. I think it was my birthday weekend because I was like, I just can't like emotionally be there for this. No, you're good. You're good. I didn't know it was your birthday. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're so totally fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, September second is your birthday. I'm recording it so that no, I can August, no, <laughs> August second, August 
Yes, we're not. Oh, I'm September. sorry. I don't know why I'm in September. My date book is weird. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Although if you wish me a birthday a month late for the rest of my life, I would treasure that. <laughs> Which I take birthday months very seriously. It is birthday month season. Uh, and my older brother's <laughs> birthday was this last week too. So it's just been kind of, it's busy in a great way. It's like celebratory busy, but it is ultimately still busy. <laughs> um anyway back to gotham yeah there's three of them there's one girl and two guys or one femme and two masks and a cat i don't know why there's a cat in the there's oh i do know why selena um anyway yeah, yeah so gotham <laughs> there i feel like there was a lot why, of cats. <laughs> why is there a cat in this book about batman characters well, because it's so we'll talk about it. It's 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 there, but it's kind of fake. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Gotham High, Melissa the Cruz, she's done a lot of like edgy fantasy writing. And I guess my guess is DC reached out to her because she's a New York Times bestseller, kind of similar to Cami Garcia from the Raven and Teen Titans series. Yeah, we've we've read YA before. We know like what DC's on when they do this. Yeah, we're doing it. We read it. It's two hundred pages yeah, of we, high school cringe. We definitely read it. It's not even high school cringe. No, it's it's adult. I think thinking. I would prefer it if it was high school cringe. Honestly, if it was more endearing, I think like they're just not they're not relatable. Okay, so the three characters in this that we're really focusing on is Bruce Wayne, Selena Kyle, and Jack Napier. Yeah, he's supposed to be the Joker. Yeah, the Joker. So it's the it's Batman, <laughs> Catwoman, and the Joker in high school. Yeah, it's the, the holy trinity of DC Batman fans, I guess. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, not DC. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah not just... DC. It's not even really the holy trinity of Batman fans. I feel like Nightwing would probably be in there if it was. <laughs> well, it's kind of a choice, right? Like, why are we? Mm -hmm. It's probably, well, actually, it's probably because. Well, no, because Cami Garcia is not ready Nightwing. I'm sure someone else got that deal. Like there is a Nightwing one, I think. Yeah, I've read the Nightwing YA book. It's not it's it's not good, but it's not bad. That makes me so sad to hear that it's not good. Because <laughs> I was like, maybe this is like the outlier. Like yeah, this one's I, not the good one. It's just it's weird, is what it is. Like it was a weird experience reading it. I did see some criticisms and I do think that this this book, like, it's not great, y'all. Like it's it's not. If you want to read it fine like your life's not gonna be like any yeah. worse for it it's, but it's full color it has that going for it it does it does have nice colors yeah coloring by, by the way was done by miguel muerto mm -hmm. and the letters were done by troy pateri the letters were also nice was a fan i didn't feel confused yeah beautiful love the letters uh there's a variety of fonts <laughs> So one of these days, like, we're going to actually learn what a letterer does, and we're going to feel like assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to feel like assholes? I don't know. <laughs> like, whatever. I think I will. <laughs> I think I will, because, like, I'm, I feel like I'm going to find out exactly what lettering is and, like, exactly how much they contribute to comic books, and I'm just going to be like, oh... It's not what I thought it was. <laughs> would, I would like to know, like a like a master class of like what lettering is. Also, like what lettering is now, like modern times, because yeah. I I feel like my brain can make it up for like the older times. Like you had to be able to have penmanship and ink quickly and legibly. Right. Well, I wonder if like what the letter does is they also add the sound effects. They probably. Oh yeah, that makes sense. They probably do the cracks. <laughs> 
and the bangs and the whips. Yeah. And there's things like um at one point, like there's things like business cards and it's different. Like, I wonder if all of that's done by the letterer. Yeah. Like creative choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you one of these days we're going to learn what a letterer actually does. And then we're just going to realize that we're morons. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah. Honestly, yes. <laughs> I can admit that now. <laughs> uh yeah okay so it's the three of them in high school in gotham high it's three parts as miranda said earlier Mm -hmm. i don't know if i want to so i did look into reviews do you want to talk about that now or do you want to talk about it like after we talk about let's talk about the reviews now because like by the time we get through this 200 page wreck we're just going to be ready to like give our socials and leave yeah that's true it's not a (laughs) lot a lot doesn't happen you guys like or a lot yeah Nothing no, really like, happens. For how many pages it is, there's not a lot of substance. Like the bare bones story is that there's a plot where somebody is like kidnapping rich kids for ransom. And that's pretty much it. And yeah, cops are functionally useless. And so 17-year-old Bruce Wayne is on the case. Yes. So <laughs> that is I, that's actually it. Uh, <laughs> all right, everyone, you can follow us. <laughs> Right. If you'd like to send us an email, we are the sidekicks at gmail.com. I repeat, the sidekicks, capital T H E, capital S E I D, capital K I C K S at gmail.com. Uh, Miranda's Dynamite, Dynamite Miranda on TikTok, and I'm Orchetta Chica on TikTok. Follow us. Anyway, <laughs> always be plugging. It is. Okay, so I didn't do, like, a whole lot of, like, production research. I did look into, like, reviews because one of the biggest things that people, like, latch onto is that it this is a reimagining. I don't, it's not canonical. I don't think it is. Um, I don't think any of these Yeah, are. it's, it's, for all intents and purposes, it's an Elseworld. Yes, and that's kind of, like, the feedback I keep seeing. But, like, mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is Asian-American. Selena's, I think, like, Latina. and jack is white right like that's i mean jack is poor white poor white yeah so he's you know he has his own struggle (laughs) but okay so i think bruce is chinese american alfred is not his butler it's his uncle who's also asian american um and gay and has like a husband very cute so what i was seeing like on the i think it's google books it was so confusing it there are okay so I'm pretty sure like this suffered from like comic boy rage dumping. Oh yeah. Oh, like, yeah absolutely. They review bombed this and was, they just went in on like catering, like catering to a certain demographic, catering to a certain, like the woke agenda. Like a lot of that was being said in like the reviews and no, like it, the problem isn't that they're quote unquote catering. It's not that they're trying to be diverse. It's not that I don't necessarily see that as the problem. It just seems no. really, disconnected from what batman is if they were their own independent characters it'd be different i think i so i i want to talk specifically about like the queer rep in this book because Mm -hmm. i feel like i i did no research i literally just googled the book to find out what year it was done and in that like i saw a couple reviews that were talking about like the queer rep in this okay and first things first like there really isn't queer rep in this like what it is is alfred is alfred is gay and he has a husband right but the way that they handle this is i it's awful because Mm -hmm. so for the 
For the purposes of the story, um, Alfred is um, Bruce's uncle through his mom. Like Martha Wayne was Alfred's sister. And when the Waynes die, Bruce basically gets sent to boarding school and he isn't really raised by his uncle, which is a choice. And then they make this, they make the thing like the what's different, what has caused this year to be different is that Alfred has come back to Gotham and he's going to play family with Bruce for like what the last three months of his childhood. Yeah. But they do not mention Alfred's husband at any point in this. You don't find out that Alfred has a husband and therefore Bruce has another uncle until like halfway through the book. Like that's the first time this character appears and then this character never appears again. Right. And like that's why it's bad that's why it's unnecessary that's why it's bad rep is that like it's thrown in there so haphazardly and it's not even carried through it's it feels like Dela Cruz had a they had a direction and they wanted the story to be in but they had to tick off these boxes in order to like justify the paycheck from DC specifically Mm -hmm. and so they were just checking off boxes Mm-hmm. And then they were throwing things in to check off more boxes to hopefully make this thing appeal to somebody. Yeah. Right? Like, and it just, it wasn't thoughtfully done. And I think like, that's the problem. You know, I, I don't think how race is handled in the story is done particularly well. I I really don't like don't think that like how um, queer rep is handled in the story is particularly is done particularly well. Like I think it was all just kind of to check off boxes. And if it had been done more deliberately, or if it had been done more consistently, it would it would be a different conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of feel like production wise, there was like a standard that they wanted. And then like the writer wanted to do something else. And then like, oh, but you didn't do this. So you have to add that. It just kind of seems like when a when movie is like overdone and everybody's like, everyone's trying mm-hmm. to throw something into it. That's what this feels like. And you can't bullshit certain communities. Like you can't say something is for them when it's not yeah. for them. Or like same with like brown people or like POC people, BIPOC people. Yeah. Like, you can't say like, oh, we made this for you when it's clearly not made for you. It's made to be able to say like, oh, well, we're diverse. Like, remember that one time we pumped some money into this like book and we made everyone a different race? Like, what do you like? Shut the fuck up. Shut up. We did it. You should just be happy that we even considered making everyone a different race, but we didn't give a fuck about it because it's it's really shallow the way it's handled. Yeah. At least that's how I felt about it. And I don't want it's like, this is one of those things where it's like a circle right like right you either like there's like people who are like oh like you guys shouldn't even give a fuck about like brown people like you guys are just like catering to the woke agenda or whatever and then like people who are more liberal or leftist are like hey like we just want good stories and then you you fucking fail and then like the two people are kind of like yeah this sucks but for different reasons that's what i feel like about this it's like oh no i'm not trying to say that like we don't need diversity it's not that we need it done well that's what i need yeah yeah it's just not it's not done well it's not handled i think consistently and like it's like i i feel like a lot of decisions in this book were made basically to give it like window dressing either like you know either like the window dressing of inclusivity or the window dressing of like batman yeah it's yeah you have a you have a fucking base like everyone's always gonna buy batman stuff somebody is always going to buy batman stuff and if you're a kid like this makes sense it's it's yeah it's ya (laughs) it's me i'm the audience i'm people (laughs) his eye a person with a wallet (laughs) 
the batty bat stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, same, because I read this. I'm the one that picked it. <laughs> but, and I'm happy I didn't buy it because I was at the bookstore. I was like, maybe I should just buy it. and But I didn't see it. So I was like, ah, whatever. I'll just read it off the app. Thanks. Same. Same. I thought about it. I was like, I know it's available on the app, but I could just buy it like real fast. <laughs> no, I'm happy we did it. <laughs> I'm happy I bought I Kill Giants instead. <laughs> like better better thing and if we look at like moon girl uh Mm -hmm. and devil dinosaur like there you can tell that it's someone like probably of the community or or is around the community who wrote that because they just have the ins and outs of that culture and like their experience like nailed like nailed down and we can talk about like how hair affects little black girls and how it affects black women negatively in society because the authors understand it with Mm -hmm. this i don't think there's an understanding of any Anything. like it's just like oh okay he's asian american and uh that's it i it was okay so the only thing i can think of is that this was planned to be part of a larger series like this was supposed to do well and when mm-hmm. it didn't they just didn't publish any other books yes i do think that's because, true like, they do set up this whole weird thing with like the murder of the waynes like it's a, like it was an inside job like it was a whole conspiracy yes and I think like the only reason that they would have done that is uh, they expected to come back. I absolutely believe you. Like I, I do see that as like, cause the way it ends is not like, okay, we're all done. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we did that. We were on this venture together and now we're done. Like it's a one-off. I do think they believed it was going to do a lot better than it did. Mm-hmm. And uh, they <laughs> as DC does, they just close the door on it. Like, okay. <laughs> we're done doing this yeah like it was <sighs> so it 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 wasn't good no it wasn't um okay. and that's unfortunate because it it could be the premise is really fun i think like mm-hmm. yeah gotham high school fuck yeah like i want to see the penguin <laughs> i want to see all You're these- right <laughs> Like, all different, like, class ranks. They're not all 16. Like, I want, like, a freshman, like, cobblepot. Or, and, like, a yeah. sophomore, Selena Kyle. And, like, Bruce can be the junior. And then the Joker's, like, an asshole I, fucking senior or something. And they all have to just, they're... like, <laughs> intermingle. <Yeah. laughs> Ew. I I was ready for shenanigans. I was ready for Bruce Wayne to get into a fight with like his chemistry teacher, like Professor Crane. I think like, I wanted <laughs> the Scooby Doo. Like I wanted Scooby Doo yeah. energy, and I didn't get it. I got like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like poorly performed Euphoria. <laughs> That's what this feels like. <laughs> Poorly performed euphoria. And, you know, like, it's, here's the thing. Like, teeny bopper Bruce Wayne can work. Um, Did you ever watch the Gotham TV show? I didn't. Oh, it's actually, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I watched, like, <laughs> yeah. the first two. So I forgot it. I watched the first two seasons, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think I was like, oh, I, I, I'm i good. Like, they didn't do anything new in, ever. So it was kind of like, uh yeah, like it's not good. It's not good, but it is fun. It's yes. a fun exploration of how do we take these characters like twenty years younger and then get them to the point where you can see them becoming these other characters. Yeah, right? 
And I did like the actors. Like, I thought the kids were really good. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I the they, kids did a great job. Yeah, they did a good, uh, they did good. <laughs> they good. <laughs> like, by, you know, like, I've seen the first two seasons so far. I'm slowly working my way through it. Oh, and I'm going to be very honest. I can fully believe that that kid's going to grow up to be Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I watched, a, you finished the second season? Or you're in it? Yeah. The like, one- I, I'm almost at the end, I think. I stopped wherever they introduced like the one that might be the Joker or the Riddler. Like it's a, I think he's like a teenager. That might yeah, be third. That Carney. Yeah, was that second? Yeah, I liked his performance. I thought he did a great job too. And then I just I stopped watching it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it, it gets cuckoo bananas later. It falls he cuts apart. Off his face at one point. Oh God. Oh, see, I guess I'm happy I stopped. <laughs> I guess goes cuckoo bananas uh yeah it just you know it just suffers from like yeah uh, studios versus writers versus editors versus what are we doing (laughs) right oh i don't think it suffers from those things i think it thrives in those things oh good okay (laughs) it's not good it's not good but it's fun you know and like that's what I wanted this book to be. Yes. I didn't expect it to be good, but I wanted it to be fun. I did want it to be fun. I wanted it to be like just silly things that happen. Like, mm-hmm. I guess slice of life. I keep, I keep falling back. Like, I think I just like slice of life stuff. And this would have been really good if it was like, one issue is this. And the next issue is like, they're going to all fill out of biology. <laughs> right right like uh, one issue is the case of like the kidnapped children and the next issue is prom (laughs) i would die i would love it look vampire diaries always had like a prom episode if it wasn't wasn't prom it was like a ball eighth grade formal lafell's day like ball some bullshit the whole town was there i was here for it i wanted it Uh, we didn't get prom so sad no. but it's whatever it's fine yeah and then i think about this one and i think about the raven one and i think about that like the raven we even like we talked even about raven it. we got prom we did we got a prom ending and that was it's very like it was good like even that one's like kiddish like it is for kids but it, it was just more believable <laughs> mm-hmm. like these kids are fucking assholes and like i refuse to believe yeah that teens are this bad they're not this bad they have they have moments of oh my god i'm gonna throttle you but it's not it's not a plot okay okay so let's talk about this yeah let's get into Uh, it we open up on bruce wayne at his fancy boarding school because again reminder he has not been raised by alfred alfred just sent him off to boarding school and up until the moment we learned it was alfred pennyworth doing this i thought like oh we're gonna talk about like his shitty uncle jacob and i'm here for it (laughs) i am a jacob hater okay (laughs) Wait, who's Jacob? <laughs> oh, so okay. So, um, you know how like Batwoman is Batman's cousin, right? Okay. So, like Kate Kane is Bruce Wayne's cousin, mm-hmm. right? And that is through her father and through Bruce's mother. Uh, like Mar, mm-hmm. like Jacob Kane was like Martha's brother. Okay. And this was like a later addition to like the Batman lore. Like this was completely like a later addition. Um, Kate Kane's original character, Kathy Kane, was introduced as like a love interest to Batman. 
and then she later became his cousin it's a whole thing and gay um <laughs> hey <laughs> so but like this is like a later addition but um they when they made when they gave bruce like relatives like this they had to explain away why he wasn't raised with those relatives you know why he has like a literal uncle who didn't step in when his parents died and the way that they chose to do that is they made jacob kane like the biggest asshole on earth <laughs> solid <laughs> And so, like, that's what I thought we were leading into, and I was ready for it. I was here for it. No. <laughs> Instead, for whatever reason, Alfred is Martha's brother. They're from Hong Kong. And for whatever reason, he's just taken no interest in, like, this this child for the past decade. Yeah, there's no... Yeah, there's no, like, fleshing it out. It's just like, hey, so... Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's there and he is going to try and take an interest, but we never actually deal with like what that would look like. Yeah. Instead, we have Bruce ordering him around and it's like, it barely makes sense. It The way that Bruce bosses Alfred around makes a certain amount of sense with like, we've got like the butler relationship. This is not the butler relationship. That is his literal uncle. <laughs> yeah, this shit was not fly. Like, yeah. Like in... So I'm Mexican. I'm not Chinese American. But if it's mm-hmm. a, the migrant story, like it, it, there are similarities throughout it. I try calling my aunt by her first name when I was like six. Oh my god, never again. They're all auntie, and then their name. I can't. So I cannot imagine like trying to boss an uncle around. <laughs> Like, it's not going to fly. <laughs> Your ass is going to get handed to you. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. It's uh, a lot of choices were made here. So many, so many choices. But yeah, that would have made more sense. I do. I feel like a little bit like the the folks that get like picked to do these YA things are like really successful authors. Yes, but don't necessarily get like a history, like a history or like a crash chord. Like, hey, like you're gonna get these characters. You should know all this lore about them before you start writing about them to inform you. Right, like this isn't. You don't have to like listen to the lore. Just know about it because the fans will come for you. They will, and they have, <laughs> and they absolutely have. Miss Melissa, I'm sure you've moved on and you've right. written other things, but the fans will not forget never they will never forget they're relentless and petty so i'm so sorry dc did this to you okay oh i'm not sorry this is garbage (laughs) uh yeah that's fair it is it is bad i just i guess the story i'm painting in my head is that they're like hey like this is a really good opportunity to partner with like a really big thing dc here do it and then they did it and then now dc's like divorce themselves from this but melissa's name is still on it that's probably not true i'm just like trying to be nice i don't know why anyway (laughs) okay right anyway he's in a private boarding school uh he gets into fights and this gets him expelled he's that sets up the rest of the plot yeah also i it feels weird to have a character that has been made asian for the purpose of the story who's also really good at kung fu (laughs) Jaw drops. 
like, speechless. You're right. Like that's not just me, right? No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> There's it's 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 wrong because it is like kung fu it's not like just fighting yeah yeah so you know there's that there is stereotypes in this as well it's not just diversity it's diversity plus stereotypes mm-hmm. yeah so anyway he bruce wayne has been kicked out of his school which means he's gonna have to go to public school Want want the worst thing that could ever happen to a rich kid and this was the most um, the most confusing public school of all time because it's very clear that like of the three characters whose home lives we get to explore, Jack is not in the same uh, geographic region as Selena and Bruce. I don't get their the gerrymandering that happened <laughs> for for this high school for this high school for it to have like it must be for funding like they have like. <laughs> all over the reach like they need more funding so they're oh. like oh we have this zip code and this zip code right like- right <laughs> it's not even a zip code it's like just a circle around wayne manor so yeah. that like their tags when it goes into this high school exactly and then they get they go to like a lower income neighborhood and like circle that one so they can get tax breaks for for from those like students and that's where jack comes from he's in like the poor t- part of gotham it seems like that's the only way i could say it yeah well he's like he th- it's really confusing you guys like i swear i'm not trying to be insensitive he's like set up to be destitute yes but there's no like setup it's just there <laughs> he's just already yeah in some weird situations it's it's very strange anyway uh we meet him and the first thing we learn about jack napier is that he is best friends with selena kyle and he is very thoughtful in his friendship slash situationship with her situationship slash friendship that's fair <laughs> in his mind they're like low-key dating they're in love in his yeah, mind they're getting married in his mind selena's like ill. <laughs> i do think that this book drew a lot of inspiration off of like um is it john waters movies like pretty in pink breakfast club that kind of oh stuff. no john waters no it's, no, it's not john waters. um who the guy pretty with in the pink? john hughes john hughes other john i think john waters was like but i'm a cheerleader isn't that like his oh is, like, like the yeah, camp it's very different <laughs> yeah that sounds like i'd be way better <laughs> I might like this one better if it was. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been warm tones, like way more gay characters. It would have been so much more fun, but we didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's very inspired by like John Hughes movies, I think, right? And so mm-hmm. we can understand Jack Napier, aka the Joker, as Ducky in Pretty in Pink. Yeah, um, like if if Selena is you know is a girl who is struggling, but in like a more stable situation he is living in a really bad situation where nobody cares about him yeah yeah he is like defend by his own by any means necessary yeah and then he's juxtaposed against bruce who is super rich one of the things that for what for some mind-boggling reason this book tries to set up is that like ev- the first thing anybody ever mentions about Bruce is his money, right? And this is set up as narratively bad, and I'm not going to necessarily art disagree with that, but it's set up like people are morally in the wrong for not having as much money as him. Yeah, and I don't know like why that choice was made or if it well, it came out on accident, but it is like, you plebeians, you weren't born yeah. rich. If 
point, idiots. <laughs> what, <laughs> <Right>? your life sucks? <laughs> like, like, support your families the way the rest of us do. By being a born billionaire. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, just get a small loan. A million dollars. <laughs> from your parents. Uh, right. To get some capital. Yeah. It's weird. But it makes sense. Like, if you're saying, like, all her other stuff is, like, classes and stuff. Like, ooh. here again, we see that theme. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah, also like learned in this. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, you I was going to say we. This is where we see that like the Waynes being killed was like a plot, like a weird mm-hmm. mystery. Like it was a home robbery, abduction, murder situation versus like what we're used to, where it was just like kind of like a, a crime opportunity, and they shot them because it was a robbery. Yeah. It's and we so confusing because in the flash, no, we don't. You get no closure. But <sighs> it's so confusing because in the flashbacks, like like Bruce is seeing his parents, and his mom is like tied up in the bathtub, and his dad is is attached to what looks like medical equipment. So like I don't know exactly what these robbers did to murder them, but it was very deliberate. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't, it honestly doesn't even feel like they were actually killed. It feels like they just robbed them. Like they tied them up, one's in a bathtub and the other one's like getting medical treatment, but mm-hmm. they're dead actually. That's what actually happened. Yes. I guess I'm okay with not seeing the gore of <laughs> of a murder scene, but. I just, it's, I don't know what the point was of making it a conspiracy. Like the only thing I can think of is this ties back to sort of the, the larger theme within this book that like, if you have money, all like the awful people who don't have money are going to do awful things to you. <laughs> the terrible poor people. All the poors. They're going to come with their pitchforks yes. to your manor and fucking blow it up. And they're going to tie up your mom in a bathtub. We're the orcas. <laughs> and they're the yachts. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. What is what is an orca to a yacht if not a threat? <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, yada, yada over that. <laughs> we're done this is where we see and of course we get broody bruce like we can't have one fucking thing without him being you know brooding (laughs) he's so broody and for half of this book he wears a leather trench coat he's ridiculous for that (laughs) like (laughs) you could be goth in other ways there's summer goths (laughs) he's not even wearing it to be goth because he's not goth he's a prep he just wears black he's He's a goth prep, okay? <laughs> he's not. He's just a fucking loner, dude. He just wears all black to school. <laughs> he, he wears black like his soul. Oh, and it's designer black clothes. Let's just, like, get that straight, too. It's not just, like, I thrifted this really cool-looking trench coat. <laughs> he made a choice. <laughs> it's a leather tre- It's a full-length leather trench coat. Can you imagine the heat in that thing? A leather trench coat. No! Bro, you're musty. <laughs> musty, dusty, crusty, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, this is where we see Alfred. He is looking fashionable. Fashion Alfred in yeah. his gray suit with a purple scarf and like... I, in the tradition of gay men everywhere, he's wearing a purple scarf. Yeah. Um, I think I would have preferred, like, an ascot. Like, the little... 
Ooh, like in the Barbie that, that movie. Would pretty. Yeah. That would be cute. It's okay. I'm here for it. It's okay. It's fine. I wasn't a part. I wasn't consulted. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we cut to Selena. Uh, 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 and she is his neighbor. It, it's so confusing. <laughs> like, it's so confusing because they're next door neighbors, right? But it's very clear that, like, even when Selena's family was in better shape, they were not in the same social class as the Waynes. No. Like, it's like there's Wayne Manor, and then there's, like... A house. It's just a normal-ass house. It's a normal single-family house next door. <laughs> it is a house, which and is... And there's no other houses near them. If you've ever driven around, like, a rich neighborhood, <laughs> you know this is not how their property works. It's like they have the big mansion, and then, like, acres of land and then maybe a neighbor maybe and if there is yeah. a neighbor there's a whole lot of foliage <laughs> in between as a privacy fence yeah no uh, instead it's like there's wayne manor it is surrounded by acres and acres and acres but for some inexplicable reason 200 feet away from wayne manor is just this normal ass house <laughs> you know like when there was castles and then it was like the lord's land but people lived on it this right? it gives that energy <laughs> It's like Wayne Manor, <laughs> like and then she the has house a housekeeper. <laughs> yes, it doesn't make any sense. I. The other thing it reminds me of is um, when you have like farmland that like the city is like kind of growing around, and the farmland gets sold off. But they'll just be like this one normal farmhouse in the middle of like stucco buildings. <laughs> yes, like land development, <laughs> cookie cutter house. Yeah. <laughs> this is her house is like the smallville house it looks like their house it's like wooden oldie the plant's dead <laughs> it's not welcome honestly it looks mildly like like um cra- like california craftsman style <laughs> which is confusing because it's on the east coast the way you knew the name of that <laughs> a true academic <laughs> i it's my degree. I have to use it somewhere. I, I love spent it. $20,000 on nothing. Look, no, you spent it to fucking talk shit on this. <laughs> no, I do like it because some people do know, that, like, I'm sure people actually know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we established that they're fucking neighbors. And like before Bruce got shipped away to boarding school, rich kid camp, he they used to be like buddies. They were like best friends growing up. Selena Kyle and Bruce. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, he's back. <laughs> yeah. And this is where we set up her home situation because her yes. family's not doing well. Um, her mom was the person with the money and her her maternal family hated her father. And so when her mom died, they set up the family finances so that her father wouldn't have access to anything and Selena would only have access when she turned 21. Which is all well and good, except that um, her father has, like, early onset Alzheimer's. And he has um, – he it has progressed to the point where he no longer – like, it's no longer safe for him to just exist. And he no longer, like, knows who Selena is on any given day. Right. Um, he, he has, like, a – kind of, like, 24-hour care. It's not 24 hours. It is, like, day – uh, yeah, like a live-in He's a day nurse. nurse. Yeah. Oh, thank you. A day nurse. She's not living. She goes yeah. home. She does. And they establish here, like, hey, like, I'm only paid till the end of the the year, I believe. Um, so we gotta figure mm-hmm. figure something out because this lady understands boundaries and work. Like she can't work for free. 
Yeah. That which I I have such mixed feelings because on one hand there needs to be an adult. You know, the fact that she's having these conversations with like a 16-year-old is fucked up. Yeah, I do think this would be a, a situation where like Department of Family Services would be called or something because he can't care for her anymore and she's 16, right? 15 yeah. or 16. Like it's clear that he's not in a place to be the custodial guardian anymore. Right. And in all honesty, it'd probably be like she would be relocated to like her mother's side of the family or whoever the next of kin Mm-hmm. would be um that's an adult and then she would just have to live with them while dad would have to be placed in a home or something yeah uh that's not gotham though gotham has no fucking rules and so, right and so the plan except is except for the rules that protect the rich from the poor oh yeah, yeah yeah we can't we can't disrupt those that has to always exist uh so the I, the plan is that she's gonna try to get the trust i think or like that's the problem she can't get to the trust and she can't like afford to have the nurse anymore or to put him in like a full facility that does care yeah none of those solutions fake the fact that she's a minor who will have to act act as an adult though and she's not an emancipated minor either no (laughs) anyway no so anyway we've got high school it's very crowded and it's just i don't know we get a montage of bruce just complaining about high school in his black trench coat because he's too good (laughs) and he like why should he have to go to public school because in boarding school he learned all this mess anyway so yeah yeah, it's fine if he ditches class yeah um (laughs) it's not great anyway he sees selena and he's immediately like hot babe because he does not seem to remember her. <laughs> ah, face palm. Y'all didn't see it. <laughs> I saw it. I understood. It was a lot. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an amazing face palm because like you were holding something in your. Uh, hand. It's like, a stress in- ball. <laughs> oh, <this> book. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm just stress falling through life right now. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. It's life is not that bad. Uh, but yeah, you know, Bruce is a shitty fucking student. <laughs> yeah. Fucking asshole. Um, I, you know, I think visually, I think this was supposed to be like a Heather's reference. Oh, that makes sense. This does kind of, uh, but Heather's is like camp too. If they would have just kind of leaned into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It would have probably worked a bit better. Because I do like the Heathers. That shit cracks me up. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's, so ridic- it's a great movie. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a great movie and it's a great genre that unfortunately was ruined by Columbine. <laughs> it's true. It was. Uh, <laughs> instead we have this. Okay, so we're at the fucking high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce is an idiot. This is how he talks. Where is this where he's doing not like double negatives? Yeah. So uh anyway, they're they're standing at like the board that has all the flyers for like the school clubs, right? And Selena like looks at him and says, Take a pic like I'm gonna I'm gonna do Okay. Take a picture to last longer. And he's like, Oh, I didn't mean to. I was joking. Interested in photography club, are you? I'm not not interested. I like a guy who speaks in double negatives. What else do you like? 
Wouldn't you like to know? I wouldn't not want to. It meets this afternoon. It, I won't not see you there. Okay, so this is like the gold that we're working with. <laughs> um, I mean, and if it was more cringy throughout it like this and more campy, it pro- like I said, it probably would have worked. It's like, yeah, teenagers will say really weird things sometimes. Mm-hmm. to be cool um but i i don't think the author is like poking fun at them to be cool i think she might just think it's kind of cool that they talk like this i it's because like i think i think it was supposed to be endearing it was supposed to endear you to bruce right but i don't think like melissa de la cruz has it in her heart or soul to make any of these characters truly pathetic enough to be endearing yes Yes. And so instead it just came off as like, oh God, like I've met this guy at a bar. Yes. They, like, stop talking to me, please. Uh, but they're 16. So I guess it's like novel. Uh, they go to photography club. We see that Jack is involved and they're doing the thing. It's pretty cool. I didn't, we had a photography club, but it was already like digital. So we didn't have like a dark room like this. Yeah. Uh, my brother did though. It seemed really cool. My older brother. Yeah. Like, these kind of this kind of photography club is kind of is being phased out as the chemicals become harder and harder to get mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but anyway they're like flirting and talking about their life and then jack looks over and immediately plays the damsel to get selena's attention back on him yes he's like oh my god can you help me if, i don't know how to yeah. i don't know how to golf he's, he's a can sad you, boy can oh. you help me with this Yes, because he's a sad boy and he's like, he's the best friend in this John Hughes movie. Like, he's the best friend that's being overlooked. You know, he's Taylor Swift, like wearing like she, like he wears high heels, I wear sneakers. Like, that's what this is. <laughs> he wears trench coats, <laughs> I wear flannel. <laughs> <laughs> He's a billionaire and I live in a shit house <laughs> in a small square. <laughs> Dreaming about the day that you wake up and find that what you're looking for has been here the whole time. <laughs> but I I need it in the tune of the Ken the care the Ken from Barbie Serenade. Right? I'm just Jack. Anywhere else I'd be on crack. <laughs> true he does live in a drug neighborhood he does it's sad like that's one of the things that they touch on but we don't ever actually touch on is both of his parents are um are are suffering from like from addiction currently actively Uh, okay we don't touch on that because the pores don't matter the pores don't matter okay like they're fucking ass they're they're the idiots who were born poor and then had a a reprieve in life through drugs yeah that's their fault exactly yeah uh according to this book but yeah so what do they do because it's gotham they go to a underground underground party they go to a party that looks like an underground party (laughs) the whole idea that a bunch of 17 year olds are throwing like an underground party and they have like a, a floating card ring like i it's what it's a secret it's like a speakeasy but casino edition and they're run by teenagers yeah they could never they do not have the organizational skills 
the logistics for this? No. I mean, Uno, I would have believed Uno. Competitive Uno? Yeah. I've seen these kids no. pop off. No. no it's a <laughs> it, it is a poker ring. Oh yeah. Is what this is. Yeah, no. It's a it's a gambling ring, a floating gambling ring that like the Joker and his friends run. Yep. So that they can fleece rich kids. Yep. Because Gotham High has the most confusing, like zoning. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't make. It does not make sense. Because what? How many rich kids do you have that you can do that? You don't think they'd all talk to each other? Like, hey, don't don't. Oh, go I fully cause... believe that they wouldn't talk to each other. I think it would be. Um, do you remember that movie that came out about like the about like the the strip club where like the the women were yes. basically robbing the men and then they were the johns like were just so embarrassed that they didn't go to the cops yeah that's fair so, you know through i fully that, believe that the rich kids would not talk about it through that like i'm too smart to be robbed like this mm-hmm. and then they're all actually just being robbed for sure yeah uh yeah so you know there's that and bruce is good at everything so he's good at cards too um, so he fleeces the fleecers. Dun, 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 dun. He hustled the hustlers. Yeah. Ooh, what a shock. He's again. I. This book paints it as wrong that the have-nots want what the haves have. <laughs> yeah. It's not a problem when Bruce does it. Mm-hmm. It's only a problem when Jack and his friends do it. Yeah. And I... I would like to remind, like, one of the things that I would like to talk about in this is that, like, Jack isn't just poor. Like, he's destitute. One of the, yes. like, there is a scene where he doesn't have food to eat for lunch, so he's, like, smoking. Yeah. Right? And that is a lived experience for a lot of people, like, a lot more people than it should be. Yeah. Right? And the implication is that he does this and then that's kind of how he helps to support himself because his parents are not in a place where they can support him. And then Bruce comes in and just takes all of the money because he can. Yes. He is the villain. (laughs) (laughs) He's the actual villain. Uh, It's hard to to root for any like billionaire. Like one of, you know, with Bruce, Batman part of it is like the vigilante part of it where he's like you're you're seeing actionable you're seeing like actual things happen like he's Mm -hmm. actively fighting a robber that's like trying to rob someone who's also broke you know like he's just stopping crime and that is a lot easier to be like oh yeah like i would also like to think that if i saw something bad happening i would step in and and help or do something Mm -hmm. But when he's just a snobby rich kid who's, like, taking money from kids who are on the brink of, like, homelessness or starvation or, like, really close to becoming um, people that have substance abuse problems as well, he's just a villain. Like, it's not not something I would want to align myself with. Yeah, well, it's – I think, like, if this book would have been very different – because one of the things that this book shows is that, like – Jack and his friends, they call his friends the pranksters because, again, he's going to grow up to be the Joker, right? But, like, Jack and his friends, they make a point to say that they are specifically doing this for wealthy kids. Like, they're not they're not punching down, right? Right. Like, they're not taking anything from somebody that cannot afford to lose it. Right. And 
we they also make a point like of showing that like these that that Jack and his crew are all like on the fringes of society. Right. Like I think this would have been very different if they had been like middle class kids who were doing this to get pocket money mm-hmm. versus us physically seeing like that Jack is in a food insecure situation with adults that are not in a place to support him. Right. Absolutely. Um, it living in a home that is not secure or safe yeah it doesn't land the way i think it was intended to land because it's a lot like everyone's a lot closer to that reality than to be a billionaire like yeah most most of us are living like paycheck to paycheck or something or you know like you're doing odds and end jobs over here and stuff to help like pay for things or to live like to to do Mm -hmm. something right uh so yeah i like if i miss a paycheck i can't pay rent right you know so yeah mine would be counted time like i have a dual income so it's different but yeah if we no (laughs) it's not a it's not like a there's no generational wealth like on my side of the family right so like it's just one of those things where it's just like i i've known more people like jack than i've known people like bruce so yeah and i think part of the problem also is that on like the flip side of things right because Dela cruz is setting bruce up as like the sympathetic character and is like the hero right they do show him like he's not he hates when people mention his money but he's not like ungenerous right like he's willing to do things like lend out his stuff he's willing to do things like buy people lunch you know he does he doesn't think about money but the narrative sets it up like um like it's wrong for people to accept his help you know like the people that he buys lunch to uh at one point like this entire book is told through like um selena's point of view right like we're Mm -hmm. getting her internal monologue Mm -hmm. and in that like when he's doing things like buying people lunch he's she's saying things like bruce wayne doesn't have friends he has followers like clearly it's narratively wrong for people to accept the things that bruce is willing to give them right so like you know like it doesn't go as far as to say that bruce is wrong for offering but it does say that like people that accept um other people's generosity are not good yeah problematic (laughs) so yeah we're back at school and we meet harvey dent and he's like oh it's a pretty cool jacket yeah and then bruce is like sure you want to try it on like go ahead um and he puts it on and then there's like a kidnapping that happens but the kidnappers take harvey because he's wearing the the jacket and so they confuse it and so he's kidnapped <laughs> instead of bruce wayne <laughs> they fucking drug him they yeah. like to get t- it's so, i hated the drugging oh but yeah. it was the worst part of the plot it was the worst plot point you think so i do think so i understand that the entire plot hinges on bruce being big smart detective boy and figuring out like all the puzzles pieces based on what he was drugged with but i thought it was so stupid like why would a teenager have access to this if a teenager did have access to this why would they have the ability to like throw blow darts at him <laughs> <laughs> it was a blow dart <laughs> you know it's also why is there a teenager working in like a pharmacy that seems to have access to like raw herbs <laughs> like, 
all these all these questions no answers just questions. no you never get answers uh this happens 40 pages in and so immediately you know that selena kyle is behind all of this yeah so we walk in knowing that she's the baddie yeah so she's like the conductor of all this um but no one knows except us mm-hmm. um we see that she tampered with like the tapes yeah um and then so what school has that many like tape like has that many security cameras uh i'm trying to see if i can put any validity to it a lot of schools do have a lot of cameras but i don't know like how easy it is to delete things yes i don't know if, how many like if it's multiple angles of one thing they'll have like I, one i went to like a rich school and like they couldn't review the tapes when someone's car was stolen <laughs> They might have, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they have cameras. I just don't know how many cameras they have. It's usually, like, the entrances of the school. So, like, mm -hmm. the main office will have one to the main entrance. The cafeteria seems to always have one. Some of the hallways will have one. But I think things are just different now because there's there's been more mass shootings since. Okay. So... <laughs> i don't okay. know if they'd have multiple angles of things it's likely they'll have one but and it just depends on it it depends on the school i guess anyway well whatever they don't give a fuck they they just have cameras at the school and uh she deletes the evidence mm -hmm. this is like she deletes the evidence she goes out to meet jack and so we spend most of the book like wondering is jack in on it isn't he in on it he's not into it in on it spoiler alert he doesn't know jack shit yeah but we get do get to learn through this that uh jack has a selena shrine oh my god <laughs> it was such it was and it's not even like a secret shrine like it's no. not in the fucking closet no. it's not like a memory book shrine in his bedroom it's literally like he has a desk he turns on the light and it's just a bunch of pictures of selena and like little like memories and mementos <laughs> And he just stares at it. It's a shrine. It's creepy. And then it never becomes a problem later. Ew. Because like he does, Jack, we will learn later that Jack does things. Like he he sneaks up on Selena to take pictures of her while she's in her house. He's a stalker. He is. Yeah, it's so fucking creepy. And again, Again, the narrative does not paint this as wrong. It never comes back that it's like what like the kind of creepy this is, the kind of boundary crossing this is, and honestly, the kind of danger that this should put Selena in. No, it's very dangerous behavior because it is like poss possessive behavior, and it's just mm -hmm. like oh no, like this and is instead, not. Instead, we're just invited. We're invited to sympathize with him because again, he is ducky in this story. Yeah, like we need to care about Jack. Mm -hmm. Ugh. anyway so yeah we see the yeah. shrine we see that selena is like trying to connect with her dad more but dad is not like dad seems to think selena is her mom and not selena like she can't he's he has alzheimer's yeah so it's just it's sad it's one of those things where it sets it up and it's like ugh, that sucks that's like a really shitty position to be in um and he is getting worse his alzheimer's is getting worse he's getting more um frustrated mm -hmm. he has to be like bound more restrained more yeah more. like he he honestly should be in memory care but they just can't afford it yeah and uh, it's a reality yeah it's a reality with a lot of people 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. What Brucey Bruce was drugged. He's in the hospital. Right. Alfred's there. Alfred was like, oh yeah, I guess you did have drugs. <laughs> so your blood work was weird. I love that the first question is, Bruce, are you on the drugs? <laughs> not like, dude, there's like this random herb in your bloodstream. What is that happening? causes death <laughs> if your stomach isn't pumped? Uh yes. We also established that Alfred may not be the best caregiver because he's only been a bookkeeper and not an actual caregiver. <laughs> at one point he literally like at like at one point he literally looks at Bruce and says, You're a billionaire, like you're a billionaire now. You're welcome. <laughs> Job done, bye. <laughs> I'm not your guardian. <laughs> I gotta go <laughs> be with my hot husband and live my best life. Ay, 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 ay. Okay, so Bruce is fine apparently after nothing. And then he goes just, and starts looking for the herb. He just crawls out a window. He's Brucey Bruce. Because he's extra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes and finds like an apothecary. Mm-hmm. He goes to a Chinese doctor first and he gets sent away. And I, it's. It was a strange choice. Uh-huh. It was. But it was made and committed and published. It, it went through layers of approval. And then he goes to a pot apothecary. Yes. So. And who works there? Poison. Ivy. Ivy. <laughs> I love that you call her Poison. Like, that's her first name. Poison. It's it's Ivy, comma, Poison. <laughs> <laughs> no poison comma ivy <laughs> right. uh it was like 007 <laughs> my favorite thing love it she's there she's a baddie she has the best internship <laughs> she is right. working this pharmacy mm-hmm. by herself yes at 17 she's the same age as everyone else in this <laughs> we're not breaking any rules uh <laughs> the fda approves yeah. i'm sorry anyway so she knows the issue she's like oh totally i know exactly what this is he flirts with her because he's a fuck boy (laughs) he's a young one a young blood fuck boy (laughs) young blood fuck boy because he flirts with everybody (laughs) he does we go back to wayne matter fucking he continues his sherlock homeless and then that's we go into part two <laughs> again for whatever reason like this actual pharmacy like this this actual like cvs has a book on chinese medicine that she lends him that is the it doesn't because these okay naturalist stores absolutely exist mm-hmm. they're usually not combined with cvs's yeah like it it would have made more sense if he got the book from like the Chinese doctor that he goes to first instead of having like the Chinese doctor send him away and then he just goes to a CVS. Right. <laughs> and I think they established that she's Korean and not Chinese. Yeah. Not that they don't have access, not that people don't have access to like cross-cultural books. It is just a choice that was made. It's just, it's weird for any Walgreens to just have a random book in Mandarin if that is not the community that is being served. Exactly. Uh, but shout out to Poison Ivy because she just, she had it and you know yeah. what? She saved his ass. So she gave it to him. Again, another woman or a young woman saving the day. Yeah. I, I think our conclusion with this book uh, over text message was just like, 
keep the women the men can go can go into the trash yeah if there was just <laughs> if this was a poison ivy and selena kyle story once again i feel it's not the first time i've said this i would have appreciated it more <laughs> right right uh, part two the party of the century i do like that gotham high is the home of the bats that did bring me a little joy (laughs) it did they highlight it so much yes the establishing shot for the high school every single time very proud of it i would have liked like in uh the simpsons when they changed the letters Mm -hmm. and it's always like a joke i would have liked that also but oh well right that would have been that would have been great like you know be careful don't be a joker out there <laughs> pranks don't rule things right <laughs> uh class photos wear your smile right gotham high no man's land no man's land gotham high don't even come don't even come <laughs> but new jersey's the garden state <laughs> uh gotham high absenteeism 65 (laughs) percent right (laughs) crime is only triple the rest of the country (laughs) gotham high 50th 50th uh state (laughs) gotham high we're definitely a school and not a front for the mob (laughs) gotham high our donors aren't the waynes I saw that boy can can like not go to school and have it not be an issue. Right. <sighs> okay. Sorry. Anyway, back into uh, season two. What is this? Act two. <laughs> yeah, this is act two. Um, somebody. I don't know who this person is supposed to be. I think this person is supposed to be Commissioner Gordon. It is, but she's the principal. They've demoted yeah. her. <laughs> principal Gordon. Principal Gordon is calling Bruce to the office. Three hours later to talk to him about what happened to Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. He's the only witness. Mm-hmm. Which again, why is this conversation being had by a school principal and not like actual cops? Gotham High. <laughs> We're our own jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like it's, I think this is something that if I had read this when I was a teenager, I probably wouldn't have picked up on it. But now I'm a fucking adult, and of course I pick up on it. But, like, the way that all the adults defer to Bruce. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, 11-year-olds are like, yeah, of course, he's the main character. Like, of course, he's going to, like, be asked all these questions with, like, he, with him having the authority mm-hmm. of the answers, as opposed to, like, bro, what the, like, we're just trying to figure out what happened. Like, can you tell us what happened? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so whatever. They talk, and then... He and Selena hang out for a little bit it's stupid and then we show that she's actually really good at math it never comes back later it's not important nope (laughs) they needed to fill the space right uh bruce breaks bruce breaks into um because he's skipping class right so that's why how he and selena hang out and then he because he's skipping class specifically so he can break into like the security room of the school Mm -hmm. and he finds a hair there a long brown hair who do we know with long brown hair miss kyle (laughs) selena i as a nerd as specifically a true crime nerd 
I understand what the exact kind of bullshit that hair evidence is. This book does not. This book takes it seriously. Oh, super. <laughs> super, super duper seriously. And then there's like this whole like elaborate ruse for him to get a like piece of her hair so he can match it. But like they literally hang out before that even happens. They literally hang out at lunchtime. And he yeah, could have just gotten her hair I, there. They hang out at lunchtime. Bruce and Jack kind of develop a friendship. Like, so that, I don't know. Bruce can feel better about himself with the fact that, like, he's stopping them from cheating people at cards, even though he doesn't need the money. Right. I don't know. It's confusing. Anyway, he, like, takes Lena out on a date, and then he cuts off a piece of her hair, which is, I think, worse. He could... Do you know how easy it is for hair to fall off of hairs? Heads? Yeah. You just rub yeah. your hand, rub your hand through it. She Run was your hand in his. It. She was in his car for like a solid three hours. Like there would have been hair left on that headrest. Yes, and they're like lo- they're hiking like romantic. Like they're like get, they get really close. It's like to, it's not like they're it's not an an awkward date. It's like they both really want to hook up. And yeah. it's Like just rub your hand through her hair. I I right. guarantee a hair is gonna fall out. You don't need to cut it out. Yeah. Like it's, but anyway, he cuts off a piece of her hair, which I will say, do I think that Bruce Wayne, actual Bruce Wayne, actual comic book Bruce Wayne would go on a date with somebody to get a hair sample? Yes. Yes, yes, I do. Absolutely. I think that's fully in character. Yes. I think he would have exhausted other avenues first. (laughs) I don't think he would. You don't think so? He is a There is a story. There is a storyline way back in like the golden age where, um, he almost marries Catwoman. And this is before they're hot and heavy, by the way. This is before we have like 80 years of them being of them making their relationship other people's problems. Jesus. Like this is they're like he almost marries Catwoman because she says that like she's she's madly in love with Bruce Wayne and if Bruce Wayne would only marry her, she would give up crime. And so he almost marries her because like and Robin's like, You're gonna marry her? She's a crook. And he and Batman's just like, Yes, but if this will say if this is what like saves her from like the path of a life of crime, then it is my sworn duty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fully believe that at any given time, Bruce Wayne is ready to go full on for the bit. <laughs> Commit to the bit. I rescind what I said. I believe you. <laughs> You're right. He would just go on the date. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he, he gets her hair. No, I was just mm-hmm. saying he gets her hair. He looks at it under a microscope. Yeah. He sees it is also long and brown, just like the other hair he found. Because that's really the only information you get from hair evidence. Yeah. Um, but their date gets interrupted by a ransom video that has been posted um, for Harvey Dent. Yes. And he's been roughed up. And Selena's like, oh, shit, I got to go. <laughs> because, again, we know that she's in on it. Yes. Um, we cut to the next day. Harvey Dent is back in school. It might not be the next day. I yeah, don't know. Uh, it's it's the next day. He's been released. I wouldn't go to school the next day. Uh, he- no, I would not either. His face has been cut up. Yep. He's again, he's two faced. Yep. And, you know, he's like, take your fucking trench coat back, bro. And um, fucking Wayne is like, Bruce is like, uh, you can just keep it. He says, such an ass. You think my life is so easy just because I have money? You're right. Keep it. His face got cut up, Bruce. He was held ransom ransom for money that his family did not have like he's allowed to be bitter 
the day after. Yeah. Yes. Did wait, did Bruce didn't pay the ransom, did he? No. No one paid the ransom. Okay. Just released. No okay. nobody paid the ransom. Um what happens is um this video goes out of him being roughed up and this we find this out much later, right? But this video goes out of him being roughed up. Selena sees it and she's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And so she runs back to the people that she's working with to do this whole kidnapping scheme and she makes them let him go. Right. Because like you know, Harvey really was never the target. It was always supposed to be Bruce Wayne. It was just an accident. Mm-hmm. And then, like, cutting up a kid's face is kind of going into crossing lines. You can't uncross territory, you know? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And so, like, nobody pays the ransom, but it's the fact that he was held for ransom. And, like, he was cut up and hurt because his family couldn't pay the ransom. And then this asshole has the gall to be like, money doesn't make your life easier. But like, no, he has just been in a situation where money would have made his life easier. Yeah. Literally, demonstrably. Yes. God. This isn't like some weird abstract of like, I have all the money, but none of the love. And you have all the love, but none of the money. This isn't that bullshit. Right. It's just... Bullshit. Kid was held for a ransom his family could not pay. <laughs> so then we continue. We have a conversation with Alfred, non-memorable. Bruce yeah. wants to throw a party. Alfred's like, sure, I guess I could just leave and you can throw a party. Their relationship is so strange. I it doesn't it sorry, I'm too far. It doesn't make sense. No. He's just doesn't. an adult in his life. Yeah, like it's they they could have gone the route of Alfred's like the legal guardian and that's it and that would have been fine. They didn't need to include like the uncle thing. Yeah. Really weird it's, choices and no like follow through. That's what yeah. this book ultimately like that's the failure of this book. It's like really strong choices mm-hmm. and negative follow through and we're just supposed to be okay with it. But again, like if I was 12, I'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, like I don't give a fuck about the relationship. I just want to see like the Selena Kyle part of it or yeah, the love triangle part of it." Right. I it it's just very haphazard. And again, this is where we have yet another mention. We have yet another scene with Alfred without mentioning that he has a husband because that character has not been introduced yet. No. So theoretically, there's another goddamn adult living in this house with them. Oh, yeah. I just honestly like was like, oh, he must live like in another city. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a long distance. Like he got a job somewhere else. But Alfred has a job here. So they like one just want to go work there and they like see each other on the weekends. Like that's where my mind went. Oh, but that's probably not true. That's just where my mind went. Yeah. He probably does live there. Mm hmm uh yeah so he's like all right whatever throw a super party i'll go to i'll go party by myself <laughs> he leaves he so bruce does a party and the party is a trap he's trying to lure the kidnappers to take another crack at him mm-hmm. and he doesn't dress up he does see selena and jack like canoodling and being cute and stuff mm-hmm. and then who is he dancing with poison ivy to yep signal that he still has game it doesn't matter if he's with selena or not what a choice so many choices were made anyway and then the I, two boys leave the girls and the girls are together and then it's jack and bruce and they're just talking um and they do talk about oh they go play video games the cape crusader which was funny yeah they're they're hanging out they're establishing that they can have a friendship right yeah. that there is a foundation for like a genuine friendship between them mm-hmm. and obviously the subject of selena comes up 
and Jack, uh, Bruce is like, so you and Selena are like a thing. And then this is where Jack is like, well, we're like friends, kind of like with benefits, but he doesn't finish it. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, we're friends with, but, and then she he this is where he established like class differences where he's like well she's like in a rich part of town and i'm no one like i'm nothing i don't have anything to offer bruce is this is like one of those things that makes him endearing i guess he's like you're not nothing jack you're a good guy you're good enough yeah (laughs) and this is where uh jack gives him the the a terrible nickname (laughs) to signify that they are friends he starts the rest of this book he calls him (laughs) b-dub B-dubs is Buffalo Wild Wings to me. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I kind of want wings now. (laughs) I kind of want wings too. Ooh. Maybe not from B-dubs. I don't actually like B-dubs. I like Wingstop more. (laughs) Yeah, Wingstop is at a good price point. Yeah, they're... Well, B-dubs has good deals, but nobody wants to work there. Like, nobody... No (laughs) No. waiter, waitress... (laughs) There's a reason that B-dubs was on, like, the front lines of getting the gaming technology in, like, restaurants. Like, distract people from our unhappy employees (laughs) by putting massive TVs. Right. They can play a (laughs) trivia game for their entire meal and never notice. Look at our people. Yeah. So Wingstop is just, like, it it makes more sense to me. (laughs) Yes. Mm, I do want lemon pepper. Maybe I'll... I'll spring for that today. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A peek behind the curtain (laughs) of my dates. (laughs) So, okay, whatever. They basically just ditch the party. They're like, okay, maybe it's time for fireworks because, of course, there's fucking fireworks. Well, it's they don't ditch the party. Bruce ditches the party because Bruce is trying to lure out the kidnappers. Right. He's making himself a target. And what happens instead? Selena gets grabbed. I do like her outfit. I need to take a moment to say her outfit's very fun. It's like a one-piece jumpsuit with like fun boots. Mm -hmm. And I like it. (laughs) And she has mismatched tights. Because the the theme for this party is like excess. Yes. Which I will say she's the only person that dressed for the theme. She is. Uh, Bruce is wearing sweats. I was so angry about that actually. Yeah, bro. What the fuck? (laughs) I was mad too. I was like, you're going to ask me to spend money to dress up? Mm-hmm. it's the same Bruce energy asshole. as his halloween party and he's just in like the world stupid as mass i roll i roll <laughs> anyway selena gets kidnapped and who shows up her uncle the police but her uncles sorry his, his uncles. uncles yeah his uncles come to to send the cops away basically they're like uh you guys never work anyway so just leave mm-hmm. i alfred and my husband john pennyworth did you hear that people has bond because we're diverse it's here that we don't see this man again i don't think we see no. him again. we never see this man again and he's never mentioned before this because i feel like bruce having two uncles would have been relevant it it could have been so fun it could have been so they could have been a part of the party it could have been mm-hmm. so fun they could have clowned on him for not wanting to dress up like right like they are stylish men and here bruce is in sweats he's like in a basketball outfit <laughs> yes they're like jorts and like a cut off <laughs> so angry about this outfit I'm, okay all right i'll move past it it's not important <laughs> ah it's just it's just it's just because it's like not even 
Because, like, Selena's the only one that's dressing to the theme, but everyone else is at least in party clothes. Like, they're at least in, like, I'm a teenager at a club clothes. Yes. And then Bruce is here looking like he just got finished taking a run. Yeah. Fucking asshole. (laughs) Uh, They buy out the cops with alcohol, and then they're like, all right, bye. (laughs) And then we're into the third act. Nothing happens in the second. It was a party. I guess I yeah. did I did clown on not having a prom, but they did have like a party. <sighs> but it's not prom. It's not prom. I it's wanted, not prom. It's not like a town festival. I wanted the cringe of prom. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's Instead, too cool. We in have this. Uh, Jack and Bruce, Selena's two leading men. Um, and they are separately looking for her. Yes. So Jack is going to all of like his shady friends being like do you are you part of this and they're all telling him no and this is to signal to us that he is not in fact part of this sort of yeah brucey bruce decisions were made anyway is just like tech tech baby bruce so he's just kind of he's not he's not running the streets like jack he's he has uh, google maps open oh he has yeah, a tracker he on her phone. phone yeah yeah he lojacks everyone's phone it's yeah. not important he goes he what happens but- miranda to him again <laughs> He gets drugged by another dart. The fact that happened twice. It's so funny. It's so I do like, it's like, uh, not quite on the level of people getting impaled during Flashpoint, but it is, if it would have happened like three, two more times, I would have been like, all right, fuck yeah. (laughs) How do you buy blow darts? I don't know. I don't know. This would have been this would have been better if it was like ammonia, or uh, if he just keeps getting cracked in the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like the, the comedic aspect, <laughs> but like this is so fake. Part of it makes me laugh. Yeah, because <laughs> it's because the panel is him crumpled and the blow dart just like hanging up. It's it's massive. It's uh, like the kind that they shoot elephants with. Yeah, this is fucking horse tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> or like a gorilla oh okay yeah so anyway he gets taken to the shack where selena's being kept but haha he's not really drugged because he knew the secret of the medicine he, had an he took the anti-drug and he gets selena back mm-hmm. he saves her this yeah. is all in one they, night yes it's literally the day after the party and they just spend the day and, together and canoodle yeah and they reminisce because they reveal that no bruce has always known who she is he's just a dick yeah he just acted like he forgot about this entire this is the most important friendship he had before he went to right. boarding school right so, I, I don't know i guess they hook up jack kind of yeah sees i it. i guess which I feel weird about. I do feel weird about teens hooking up. I know it's a reality. I know what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did say I wanted to to like see like see. I didn't want to see it. I just wanted like kisses. I wanted to be PG. This is PG thirteen. <laughs> it's fine. Alita, yeah, <laughs> it's implied. Everything's implied. And Jack unfortunately happens to see it, and then he gets his sad boy feelings hurt. Uh, yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Because and- it's a situation ship for her but kind of a relationship for him in his little brain yeah um bruce finds out about selena's like situation and he 
anyway, he finds out about Selena's situation and uh, he's he's riding high on being the white knight. Let's be honest. That is what Bruce is like. That is what Bruce's emotional catharsis is. Like he says later that it's because it's Selena and because he loves like he likes her and he loves her so much. But like in reality, like it's he likes that feeling of helping yeah. people. Yeah. Right. Yes. And so um, he offers to he offers to help her with the money right and he and it's this whole thing of like selena's playing coy right because she doesn't really want his money you know Mm -hmm. like she she doesn't want it to be given to her right and he's like i said i'd protect you didn't i god you know and she calls him out on this that's when the switch flips for selena that's when she stops playing soft she's like you get off on playing the hero don't you i don't need you then i don't need anyone Mm-hmm. And he just looks like he's been stabbed. Loser. <laughs> she also has a plan. Like, it's like, yeah. Is it crime riddled? Yes. Has Harvey Dent's face been fucked up? Yes. Yes. But she does know in her heart of hearts that she doesn't need his money because she's going to get her own money. Yeah. So like, keep your fucking money, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Like she's not, she is not interested in being saved. Right. She's not interested in being a damsel. Right. So, but anyway, Jack gets a sad boy feelings hurt. And so Selena decides to go visit him to reel him back in. Yes. Because like, she's very aware of her position. Yeah. Yeah. She knows that this is a love triangle and she's cultivating it. Yeah, and she's playing the boys. I will say, like it's there's part of me that's just like, oh my god, but then there's another part of me that's just like, no, you know what? Get it. Get your bag, girl. Yeah, I think it just depends. <sighs> but both of these men are unstable. Use yes. them. <laughs> yes. There's that energy that I wish I don't know if it gets there. Like, I don't know if that's, like, adults reading into the situation. Like, yeah, dude, fuck these guys. Like, get your bag. Like, if you're going to use them up, fine, do it. But then there's, like, the other side. It's, like, she's 16. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, does she understand that? Pa- like, does she know that that's what's going on? It seems like she is pretty, like, she has her head on straight about that type of stuff. So it is, like, I, I'm rooting for you in, like, the 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 auntie way that I can except you're 16. That's only the thing that I'm like, damn yeah. it. Like I wish they were in college. I I think like it's I think if they had made if if Jack had been less like if he hadn't been a stalker, yeah. it would have felt different. Yeah. You know, like if it literally was just her manipulating like these two boys that have like a crush on her and don't know how to handle that like emotion like if it had just been her manipulating that like i probably would have been like i would hate you in real life but slay (laughs) right i could never but i appreciate you (laughs) yeah yeah but like i think it's the fact that we see jack stalking her and then later we're in essence told narratively that it's her fault she's being that she's doing this on purpose right i think it's the way it's handled because it could absolutely be like yeah fuck these guys they suck like just like get what you need from them and bounce and that would 
honestly probably be fine because they're pretty shitty like bruce just wants to white knight the situation and jack can't accept what it is and like i don't even know if they've had that conversation it's not it's not something we see but yeah it is like kate girl get your bag sure it's crime maybe you know crime but also you're in a really shitty position yeah um but it's not her character is not treated like that it's not like an empowering thing it just she just seems kind of shitty for it and it's kind of like is she shitty because she's like positioned between these two that two guys that want impossible things from her Mm -hmm. (sighs) two guys Uh, that have her on a pedestal in different ways right um Mm -hmm. and i just she deserved more as a character ultimately yeah um so while she's reeling jack back in bruce reviews like the evidence so he goes to talk to harvey and harvey mentions the people who took him look kind of like jack and then there was like this random woman in like a lucha libre tiger mask yeah (laughs) (laughs) who let him go yeah she was like the kingpin of it Mm -hmm. um he goes to ivy to find out like who ordered the chemicals that are in the drug that he's been blow darted with twice (laughs) and this is when you find out ivy's in league with cat with selena for some reason they're i wanted to be them two against the guys (laughs) yeah i mean it is it is also palling their way through (laughs) that's what we find out later is that it is them against the guys (laughs) yes but you're right Ivy tells him that Jack was the one that bought the chemicals. It was not Jack. We see on the computer screen it was Selena. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Selena discovers the stalker wall and she's just like, no, I like it. This is hot. <laughs> they make out. Oh, God, that's so dangerous. Can you imagine? No. I'd be like, wow, this is so charming. Let me go outside and call my parents about this. <laughs> can i take a picture wow i'm gonna take a selfie with it because no one's ever done this and then evacuate the premises immediately it's so sweet that you kept a boutonniere for like three years from our eighth grade dance oh fuck no and all these like (laughs) candid photos that i was not aware of is that is that my bathroom is that that angle is only possible if you're standing in the corner of my room while I'm sleeping <laughs> like in Twilight. <laughs> oh, no. It was so creepy. I can't wait till we read Twilight. Oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Okay. So anyway. time has passed. The nurse is like, hey, I'm only here for another month. Just you know, remember that. And Selena's like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Um, we also see that like Selena's willing to like kind of give up her future goals to take care of her dad because she's gonna be eighteen. She's graduating soon. I don't know if the, it's early graduate. That's the year she's sixteen because she doesn't have access to her trust for five years. Right, she's twenty one. Yes. So we know that she's sixteen. She might be almost seventeen, but she, as of right now, is sixteen. Yes. She does say she's going to graduate soon and she can stay home and take care of him afterwards. So, yes, she is still a minor. Thank you. I always, like, attribute graduating with 18, but that's obviously not true. Um, Yeah. No, but what you don't – what you forgot, Alita, is that she's good at math. Oh. Yeah. I did forget that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I absolutely forgot that. Oh, God. Okay. Right. So she throws her dreams away. She throws away art school. She throws all that shit away. Um, Gotham now has a uh, Gotham High now has metal detectors. <laughs> it's awful. Um, yeah, that it's like that out here. There's a lot of schools that have them. Yeah. Uh Bruce and Jack get into a fight over Selena. Mm-hmm. She breaks it up. <laughs> right. It's- Principal Gordon gives Bruce more information because, again, all the adults, like, defer to Bruce. Like, he's the boss. Right. And that's what he finds out about, like, the about uh, Jack's gang being linked to the kidnappings. Mm-hmm. Blah, oh, they're... Blah, blah. <laughs> I forgot. They were at a field trip at the museum. It's random. It's un- unneeded. Uh, it's to show Selena keeping both of them on the hook. hmm You know? Mm-hmm. And then she runs off and is missing. And so they band together to find her. Because mm-hmm. they're the two men in her life. Yeah. We discover they're still looking for her, Selena. She is on Instagram, so and posts cryptic. cryptic oh, things. she's a trigger warning um, for it's not really suicidality, but she's staging it. Yes. She's setting the scene for she's going to no longer be around. Yes. But Bruce is actually not a good detective in this. So no. he goes to look for her on the roof because like the, the what she is staging is her jumping off the roof. But she's wearing the Lucha Libre mask. <laughs> and he's like, what did you do to her? <laughs> it's not great. It's specifically so she can rip it off and have like her reveal moments. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, you got me. Get off of the ledge. My friend, please. Uh yeah like he's trying to talk her down and she's like no don't you understand if i die my father is the beneficiary for for my trust he will get access to the money and book to be taken care of yeah and bruce is like but i have money i could give you the money and she's just like i don't want your money i'd prefer to take it myself i have my own money too bruce is just tied up with legalities because my mom's family is kind of shitty uh yeah so then she does orchestrate this she jumps off she lands in the river they fucking fight bruce and jack start fighting bruce and jack fight again like for no reason i it's 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 it is the ken's fighting it is the ken's fighting the patriarchy it's exactly what's going on Uh, just watch the barbie movie everyone don't do this (laughs) fuck it's simu liu and ryan gosling fighting they were so good as yeah. Ken's. They did such a good job with casting in that movie. They were Kenuff. They were Kenuff, absolutely. They had the Kennergy. They did. So we see, okay, she jumps into the water. We know she's not dead uh, because we're not idiots. <laughs> and we see kind of the, like, everyone misses her. Like, you know, everyone does believe she's dead. Jack yeah. is still jacking it up and um they sell the house next door we see that uh selena kyle's dad is at the full care facility now and selena actually did not harm herself she just like can swim really well and poison ivy helped smuggle her out of the city yes and she's in paris now yep it's setting up like this grand reveal but this story ends with jack reaching out the hand of friendship to bruce bruce saying he doesn't he doesn't bruce wayne has no friends (laughs) No new friends. And so both Jack and Bruce turning inwards. 
presumably to become Batman and the Joker. Yeah, and hate each other anyway, so whatever. And that's it. Yes. <laughs> we end with Selena in Paris. She takes a selfie and posts it so people know she's you know, not dead. Yeah, it's Gossip Girl. <laughs> hey, babes. Hey, ki- what is the one from Hey, Kittens? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> hey, cool cats and kittens. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the line. Yeah, that's how it ends, everyone. Just, you know, that's that's it. Yep. What a journey. What a journey. What a trip. Miranda, what? would you recommend? <laughs> no! <laughs> I also would not. What a shock. You guys kind of should probably always know the answer by the time we get here. Interesting. No, not interesting. It could have been so much better and it wasn't and I'm sad about it. Selena, if it would have just been a Selena book and like how she plays the world to get what she wants, I'm here for a scamming queen. I am here for that story, but it's not that. So it's, no, it, is. it suffers a lot of plot hole, like introductions and abandoning and all that nonsense. So yeah, no, I don't recommend it. Just watch Gossip Girl or go watch Barbie or watch Vampire Diaries. I don't watch something else. It is very Riverdale. I didn't watch Riverdale, but it felt like that energy. So, yeah. What are we reading? Next week. What are we reading next week? That's a great question. Okay. Do you want to read? So, I have two options for us because, again, I'm allergic to making hard decisions. Okay. Would you prefer? to read something that came out in the last year starring a rogue that you have wanted to explore or would you prefer something that is a little bit older but is kind of a gold standard starring um a very famous batwoman oh oh they're good choices (sighs) let's let's stay on the fresh realm let's something that came out in the last year so when they came out in the last year, then in that case, um, do you want to read uh, G. Willow Wilson's Poison Ivy? Let's fucking go. Yes. Let's read it. Please let it be good. <laughs> Please. I hope it's good. Please. I feel like this book, I, Miranda, before we started talking about it, Miranda said that she thought it was written in like 2010. Like that's the energy it gives. Mm-hmm. Um. But it wasn't, it was written like four years, three years ago. And I had like this false belief that things that were like newer were just better, but they're not. So I'm hoping the Poison Ivy one is. Yeah. So we're going to read volume one of that, The Virtuous Cycle. It collects the first six issues. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm excited. And if you want to talk to us, Miranda has all the information. I do. If you'd like to send us an email, feel free to send it at thesidekicks at gmail.com. I repeat, thesidekicks, capital T-H-E, capital S-E-I-D, capital K-I-C-K-S at gmail.com. You can send us an email if you have a recommendation, if you have a critique, if you work in the industry and would like to talk to us, we would love to talk to you. Please feel free to send us an email at thesidekicks at gmail.com or follow us as the Sidekicks on Instagram where we post pictures of all of our shenanigans. Um, if you'd like to reach out to me directly, I am Dynamiting Miranda. That is Dinos and Dinosaur, Mighties and Mighty Mouse Miranda. That's my name. Don't wear it out. I am your friendly neighborhood amateur Batman historian. And I go live on TikTok uh, twice a week on Thursdays and Saturdays at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, Elena, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Instagram as The Comfy Act and TikTok as Orchata Chica, where I do art and art stuffs. But yeah, like us, review us, share with your friends. It helps grow the podcast 
It really does. Um, and feel free to give us a five-star review. If you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on air. If you leave us a funny one, we will read it in funny voices. Woo. Awesome. Alrighty. Have a great week, everyone. Uh, we don't have an outro song, so every week I come up with a jingle, jingle, jing. When the lights go down, this book really stinks. Uh, something, something, I don't remember this. I'm trying to parody a song I don't know. We're the kids of Gotham High. Whoa, we're the kids of Gotham High. Whoa, everything we do is super illegal. Woo-hoo, see y'all next week.